Your Money Replay from Money FM 89.3. Money and Me on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. Patrick Tan is my guest. He is CEO of Fortis Law. Back in the studio to talk about wills. How are you this morning? I'm fine, thank you, Michelle. Good to have you with us. So last week we were talking about the basics of will writing. Could you maybe share with us the highlights of why it is so important to start thinking about a will? Yeah, I think everyone should have a will because if you do not have a will, the law will come in and decide how your hard-earned money will be distributed upon your death. So it is always good to actually make plans because only you know best who deserve your legacy and your assets. Huh? Yep, so mm. it's about do you want to surrender that autonomy eventually or do you want to take control exactly while you can? Mm-hmm. Important point there. I wonder if you have any real-life examples or scenarios of what happens when you don't have a will. Well, I have so many real-life cases to share. I'll just share a couple of them. Uh, I remember this case where the father actually owns a HDB flat in his own in his own name. And of course, he has a spouse and three sons. And he passed away without a will. So under the law, the wife, the spouse actually get half of the HDB and the three sons actually get the other half. But the problem is that the three sons already own their own HDB. So under prevailing rules, they are not allowed to own a second HDB. So under the circumstances, the three boys, the three sons actually sold the father's HDB and put the mother in the nursing home. So that's really unfortunate because, well, um, instead of looking after the mother, the three boys actually decided to sell the, the father's HDB. Wow. And, um, yeah, but wouldn't they have had 50%? Yes, I mean they gave 50% of the money to the mum No, as in they have 50% controlling right of the flat And yet they could sell it without her agreeing Yes, because they actually asked the mother Well, if you can, you can buy out our share Uh, But of course the poor mother didn't have the money At a loss Yes, so they had no choice but to sell off the flat And uh, none of the boys actually wanted to look after the mum That's really unfortunate That is a sad story Yes, so the father actually ought to have considered this uh, when he was still alive and maybe make a will and say that when I die, I give my flat to my wife to ensure that she has a place to, to stay. Yeah. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. Greed prevailed. Yes. Wow, that really brings home uh, mm. the importance of really thinking about your will in terms of providing for the people after you. Mm-hmm. Still continuing to care yes. for the people after you. Assets seem to be the main part of a will. Should your liabilities also come up in a will? Yes, generally liability of a person, uh, they do not pass on to the loved ones when he dies. So, but it is important that in your will, you actually state that, you know, when you pass away, these liabilities actually get settled first before the assets get distributed to to his loved ones. But having said that, um, these liabilities generally do not get passed down to your loved ones unless they are the personal guarantors of these liabilities. Mm. So it is important that um, during one person's lifetime, they actually do financial planning to ensure that all these liabilities get settled. As I always tell my, my clients, you know, I mean, you always have to ensure that you have something to pass down. Otherwise, your will is just a piece of paper, right? With nothing much to give. So you can't pass your debts on to somebody like a bad egg. You can't. You, you can't, can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> if it's interstice law, mm. I mean, is it just determined that your assets will then be liquidated to pay off your debts? Uh, Yes, yes. Uh, That is how it works. So, uh, for example, under the Intestate Succession Act, there are seven rules of distribution. 
So if one were to pass away without a will, the spouse would get half, the other children would get the other half. And if there are no children, the spouse would get half, the parents would get the other half. And if there are no children and, and no parents, the spouse would get everything. So these are just some examples. So for example, if there is no will, then how do you actually distribute? Um, the only way is to liquidate all the assets. Do you have, a, again, a real-life example maybe of what happens when there are liabilities involved? Yes, actually, I have one case which is really sad. This family, the husband passed away at the age of 55 without a will. So under the law, the intestate law, the wife actually get half and she had three children and they will get the other half. So when she came to me and she said that the husband actually has an investment of a million dollars with a bank. So I said, okay. And she decided to say that, well, um, I'm going to send my three sons for overseas education and all this with the $1 million. But when I wrote to the bank to confirm the investments and they came back and said that, well, the, the investments has um, dropped to negative half a million dollars. And that was during the Lehman Brothers crisis. So uh, thankfully, the liabilities did not go to the spouse, but the $1 million actually um, came to nothing. What happened? Because the, the investment just went south and instead of having a positive million dollars um, investment, it became... She then had a debt that she, she had, had to yeah, The deal estate with. then had a debt of half a million dollars, but thankfully the bank actually wrote off the debt. Wow. That was very kind of the bank. Wow, mm. amazing stories mm. here. Patrick Tan is CEO of Fortis Law and he is helping us when it comes to understanding what we need to do to get a will in place and why a will is so important mm. to think about when it comes to financial planning. Uh, what is the age, is there a minimum age for benefactors of a will? Actually, there is no minimum, minimum age. I mean, you can give to your newborn, your baby, your children, but it is important that when you have minor beneficiaries in your will, it mm. is important to maybe consider set up what we call a will trust in a will. So instead of giving lump sum to your minor beneficiaries, they may not know how to manage this money. You may want to set up a trust. For example, you can say something like, you know, I will only give money to my children when they turn 18, 25 or 30 years old at different milestones of their life. You can do something like this with a will. You can set up a schedule for them through yes, a trust. Yes, you can set up a schedule through a will trust in a will. Well, really interesting to hear that you can. there is no minimum age yes. for your benefactories. If a benefactor passes on before you do, how do you go about then? Do you have to rewrite your will? Uh, you don't have to if you include a predeceased clause. That's what we call it in the will. For example, you can state that, you know, I give ABC in this certain proportions. But if any of the beneficiaries or benefactors were to predecease me, then his or her respective share will be reallocated to the other surviving benefactors. Ah, okay. Right, that will solve the problem. That's great. Where else can you get a will drawn up? Actually, there are will writing companies in Singapore. Um, they are not law firms, but they offer very affordable will writing services to the public. And also they can go to VWO, some charitable organizations actually um, provide will writing services as well. And if you already have a will, a pre-existing will, um, and you want to draw up a new one, what do you have to do? Go and see a professional, let them know what has changed and why do you intend or why do you want to make a new will. 
So um, every new will will supersede or revoke the previous one. So um, so your previous or your old wills will be revoked by your new will. Okay, so mm-hmm. underscoring the importance of speaking to a professional because we were talking about how there are some banks offering free will writing services. That's basically where you write your own will. Is that a good mm-hmm. idea? Well, personally, I don't think that is a good idea because making a will appears simple, but it is not simple. For example, I've seen DIY will where a client or where somebody actually say that I give my CPF money to so and so. But as we all know, you can't will away your CPF money and um, CPF money has to be given away by way of a CPF nomination. So if you do not have a CPF nomination, then your money will be distributed under the Intestate Succession Act. Okay, so you can't include your CPF money exactly, in your will. Exactly, and there are other things that you can't include in your will too. So, um, so you, you might have think to, that you're doing that when you sign up on these online things. Exactly. So you may not be aware of this. I've also seen like, you know, DIY will where they say they give away their landed property in Singapore to a foreigner. Mm. As we all know that foreigners cannot own residential land in Singapore with the exception of Sentosa Cove. Wow. So mm. what you can give to, who you can Thank give you. to, what, consi- what is considered assets, all that would be good to have professional advice. Exactly from. Okay, um, if you don't have a lot of money, but you know, you're financially not so well off, uh, there are VWOs that will help you out? Exactly. There is this misconception that you need to be very well off before you can make a will. Actually, there's no law in Singapore that says that you need to be a millionaire before you can make a will. Everyone can make a will. And like you mentioned, there are VWOs in Singapore that offers very affordable will writing services. Okay, Patrick, before we let you go and say goodbye, this is the second of our two-part special. What would you like to say to our listeners about will writing? Please have your will done. Do not procrastinate because we never know when our time will come. Yeah, Toni Morrison, by the way, was writing a novel when she passed away. So, you know, some of us don't have the benefit of planning ahead. So, this is the best thing you can do for yourself. Yes. Well, Patrick, it's been a great pleasure chatting with you. Thank you for coming by. Pleasure is all mine. Thank Patrick you. Patrick Tan is CEO of Fortis Law. And uh, again, if you'd like to get any questions to us, you can at 9717-8893. You can also propose our fresh topics ahead that you'd love to hear covered here in Money and Me. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.